This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to the 59th episode of Kimi and the Bird. I'm Kimi. I'm Taylor. And in today's episode, we are giving a non-spoiler review about the treacherous and captivating The Stolen Air by Holly Black. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Here's how our book reviews work. We'll give you a little synopsis about the book, chat about the characters, and give our thoughts on the setting and writing style. And of course, we'll list out our favorite things about The Stolen Air and we'll end the episode with a rating of the book. If you'd like to support the podcast, you're welcome to click on the link in the episode description below. We'd be so grateful to have your support. And now, on to the show. The Stolen Air is a YA fantasy told through the eyes of protagonist Surin. This book has a few kisses, but no sex. Now, what is this book about? Kami is going to be giving you the synopsis. I will definitely try. (laughs) Saren has only ever wanted to be loved. Years after her malicious royal fae parents stole her away from the mortal family that fostered her, she has broken free from the glamorous but perilous land of Elfame in exchange for the solitude of living alone in the forest. But when Prince Oak Greenbrier, Saren's almost betrothed, summons her to defeat the rising court of teeth in the north, Saren must confront the unsaid truths about her lineage from those who seek to deceive her and decide whether she can trust her feelings for a particular heir, or if her heart beats only for revenge my heart only beats for food actually my heart just beats nonetheless but it beats like extra hard (laughs) (laughs) the protagonist in the stolen air is surin surin is a fairy who longs to be immortal but knowing the dangers of her kind resigns herself to live as a near feral creature in the forest traumatized by her past and fearful of her own title of queen Surin must figure out whether or not she has a bite to her, and who she'll sink her teeth into. Which she does. Spoiler alert. Uh, She surprisingly bites a lot of people. I mean, like, she's from the Court of Teeth, so, like, are we that surprised? Oh, wow. I, like... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I just, like, I read the story. I know that that, that, wow, okay. My mind was just blown. Don't mind me. (laughs) But what did you think about Surin? I liked Surin. I think that she was a character I haven't seen before in that she readily admits that she wants to be loved. Which same. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I It's rare for an author to just kind of like come out and say it, but it makes sense to her character. And it like, the since you kind of know her past, if you have read the original series, you do understand like, Oh, I see why she's reacting the way she is. And like so her her internal monologue makes sense to her character, which surprisingly is a rare thing. I like that she was unsure of herself and that she was ready to admit that she wanted love but completely pushed it away at any cost. And I was like, "Wow, Holly Black is really coming for us, huh?" She knows her audience. <laughs> what I really liked about Surin is that she wasn't the the typical fae 
because Faye are known for being elegant and gorgeous and just having the perfect gowns and just very, they manicure themselves to be the perfect depictions of desire. But I liked that Surin was more wild, that she was kind of almost feral, that she fights with her teeth, literally, which you connected cord of teeth, which blew my mind. <laughs> and so I like that she's not kind of more the picture-perfect caricature that we kind of more associate with Faye, I feel like, in stories nowadays. I felt like she was really powerful, and even though she was a little bit more reserved, she still felt bold and uh, really hosted the story. In The Stolen Air, we also meet Prince Oak Greenbrier. Oak is handsome and charming and everything you'd think a fairy prince should be. After all, he's heir to the Elfame throne, whether or not he desires it. But behind the amber fox-like eyes and the slanted smile, there lies a deeper intelligence and awareness of the dangerous plots against him. What'd you think about our little, our little prince? Our little oak. Yeah, who's not little anymore. He's all grown up now. Yeah. They grow up so fast. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that oak was so interesting. There was just something about him. And I don't know if it was kind of like the little slanted glances or like the little arrogant but still somehow charming smile or the way that he kind of like plays into things. I really found him to be just a really intriguing character. I loved when he was on the page, and I liked that he is still a classic, well, he's still a fae in that, like, he's willing to deceive people and play the game, but that there is something honest to him, which I thought was a really endearing detail and also one that I found very dynamic given his nature. Yeah, Holly Beck is, I think... Personally, for me, she's very good at characterizing her character. She's very good at giving them certain traits where that's what, how you recognize them. Um, and I think she, she, I also found Oak to be very interesting since we did see a lot of him in the original series. It's like what you said, like he's still like Faye, he's still fairy, and he still has those qualities, but you can tell that he was raised by his mortal sisters, right? You can tell that he has that side, but you can see like, but he still grew up as a prince. And so you see these two sides of him and it's almost like they're kind of warring, but then you also see like the influences of the other people in his life. And so you never quite know what he's thinking, but you know him to be sincere at the same time. And that's a very hard characteristic to juggle in a character. Did I have to mentally edit out the hooves? 100%. There, I will say, Holly Black does do a thing where she, like, she makes her characters distinct. Mm-hmm. And in, and like obviously like they're fairies, so like something something's got to be going on. Like they're otherworldly. But my head, I meet like I immediately just want to be like, nope, omitted. <laughs> like the horns, I'm like, okay, I can accept horns. Yeah. But I was like, I can't with the hooves. <laughs> uh, no, don't show me his ankles. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Now let's move on to setting. The Stolen Air takes place in the outskirts of Elfheim, a dangerous territory where different creatures and ancient magic prowl. With each new region, there arises a new secret and opportunity for betrayal. But what else would one expect from the beautiful Fae? What did you think about the setting? The setting is honestly, I love the setting. Because Holly Black is just, she already established her setting. But the thing is, she she knows how to 
expound on it. She knows how to how to keep building it. And she like explores the different areas that we haven't seen before, like I said back with Cern's character. Um But I also like how she kinda like takes things into account. Like you you, you kinda have like the history of the Fae while also like how that's affecting now and like all the characters and how like it all just like kind of seamlessly works together. I almost don't have as much to say about it because it blends so seamlessly into her story, which is kind of a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. The setting is, is so much of an identity, but like, you know, it's there, but you're so enveloped in it that you feel like you're there. So it's actually kind of hard to recognize yes. because you're so seamlessly included into the story. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really love about the setting, too, is that you have the fantastical Elfhane, but then you also have the real world as well, yes. the mortal world. So you get the best of both worlds, not to quote Hannah Montana, but... Absolutely, to quote Hannah Montana. There's no one I'd rather quote, really. <laughs> <laughs> and a word that I really like to use to describe uh, this series from Holly Black, and and it's not just because the word, the word sounds cool, but that's definitely a factor, but it's folkloric. I really like that there's that really like classic but old-timey feel to the fate and to this environment. Like you can feel the age of the land, but it still feels very new within the genre. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now it is time to move on to our next topic, which is writing style. Tay, what did you think about Holly Black's writing style? I think Holly Black has it nailed down. Yes. Her voice, the descriptions, the characters, the world. Like, it's she's just masterful. Like, every single detail draws you in. I mean, the book is kind of like a fairy itself. We're... Like, the description of a fairy is what I think this book is. It's alluring. It's charming. It's deceitful. It's surprising. You know, it's all of these qualities and more, and it just makes for a really tantalizing read. And I think her writing style is integral to that experience in that she does pace things in a certain way. She does describe things in a certain way. Her books are actually, like, they're not massive books, but it feels like a massive book nonetheless. Yeah, I, the two things that I really love about Holly Black's writing style is that I can tell it's her, like, just, like, if I see it physically on a page, because she does, like I said before, she doesn't do, she doesn't typically like to do big, long paragraphs. She likes to break things up into, like, a couple lines at a time, but she writes it in a way where you feel like you read a paragraph. Holly Black also has this way to write a story in which it it is fast pace but in a very subtle way like the things that I want her to do she eventually does do and then she kind of like brings it all back together and then I'm like yes 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 (laughs) thank you (laughs) now if you like hooves aka satyrs horns bay daggers teeth arranged marriage childhood friends to lovers lies moths 
court politics and palace intrigue. Foxes. Snow. Falcons. Curses. Magic. Anguish. Angst. Scissors. And poison. Then you should definitely check out this book. 100%. I will say, uh, you should read the original series before starting this one. They do call back to the original series quite a bit. Yeah, because usually like when there's kind of like a separate series, there might be mentions or cameos and, and usually it kind of goes over smoothly. Like even if you're a new reader, you can understand. But I think with this one, there's just a, there's too many intricacies that I don't think you'll want to miss out on by mm-hmm. not reading the original trilogy. But also the original trilogy is just great too. So like, why not read it? Guys, it's so good. And you know, you know a series is good when I don't finish it. And that sounds weird, but that means I'm too emotionally invested <laughs> and I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt. So I literally can't finish it. And I also don't like things to end. Now, based on the unique scale of one to seven, one being literal trash and seven being fangirl mania, what would you rate The Stolen Air by Holly Black? You know what? Going based on my <laughs> rating of the original trilogy, I think I'm going to give The Stolen Air a six as well. Oh my god! I really will. Because it has been a very long time before, uh, a very long time since I've been this engaged by a book. Like, one, like I, I've, I just love the way Holly Black writes her stories. I she she is a masterful storyteller. And honestly, like when I started reading this book, um I had started maybe at about 10. Cuz I was like, "Oh, you know what? I, I I can wait for like maybe an hour and then I can I'll fall asleep and I'll go to work in the morning." And then the next thing I knew, it was 2 in the morning. And I was like, I was I had I was like maybe 3/4 through the way of the book. And that's what, that's how I know it's a good book. If I'm engaged, if I'm completely like overwhelmed by it and I'm just in the story. So for that reason and for her masterful writing and the, all the little things that she puts in, I'm going to give this one a six. Oh my goodness. The first rating of 2023 is a six. It's a six. And you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I would definitely give The Stolen Air a six, which is a, it was literary. It was literary. Scale. Yeah. Because this book is, I feel like, why you read. You read to escape. You read to read about epic characters. You read to read about characters who will really actually influence you in real life. And I feel like every time I pick up a Holly Black book, that's exactly what happens to me. I'm completely transported for hours where you don't feel the pace of time around you. You're just completely in a story. So much so that it almost feels like virtual reality. And I think my favorite part about Holly Black's books, but particularly in The Stolen Air, um, are her characters. I feel like her characters are so fleshed out and unique and they're they're powerful and you can tell who they are by their dialogue and they're consistent, but they're also surprising. And I think she really creates an experience and it's really fun to be a part of that experience. So I definitely agree with the six. Thank you so much for joining us on Keeping the Bird for our book recommendation episode about The Stolen Air by Holly Black. We hope that you'll join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Keeping the Bird. Once more, if you'd like to support the podcast, just click on the link in the episode description. We hope you liked today's recommendation. Join us for our upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about The Stolen Air. And remember, like a library, at Kimi the Bird, shh, happens.